Hello everyone. It's Dali, aka Dali Don Dale, back with a new episode. I hope this message finds you well mentally and physically. Um I wanted to come on. It's been a minute, but I wanted to catch up everyone. Some people may know if you follow me or if you know me personally. Um this new year I hired a life coach. So just to kind of touch base with me figuring out who I am um, internally and who I am trying to become. Um, I wanted someone to help me like align things. I feel like often we try to do things by ourselves and we try to have control over everything. Um, But in order to kind of move um, into that chapter of your life and in order to be aligned with what it is that God has for you, you have to first deal with trauma, break generational curses, and really love yourself. Like, love yourself, though. Like, from down to the things that you try to avoid on who you are as a person, who you may be as a sister, brother, friend, whatever the case may be. And um, the transition is so emotional. Like, the roller coaster is super emotional. Um, it's really, it's a really heavy transition. Um, I come to talk to you guys about it now because this is my last week um, with my life coach. It's a three month journey. And we hit a lot of things like um, down to me being, um, what is it called? Uh, guys, I had a brain fart. Anyways, <laughs> um, down to my childhood trauma that I didn't even know I had. I think we tried to um, put things away in the back of our brain, but subconsciously we do things um, to others, right? Like you may do it to your significant other. You may do it to your friends. You may push people away. You may be very toxic to other people without even knowing because there's a lot of things that we don't know when it comes to trauma, like it affects who we are today and a lot of reasons as to why people, we either push people away or, or even friendships, why sometimes friendships end. Like you don't, you never really know truly why you do the things that you do until you have to dig deep and go into what it is that you didn't want to face that affected you when you were little. And long story short, when it comes to me, like, um, my dad was physically present. Um, I'll be very transparent. Like my dad was physically present, um, but he didn't raise us emotionally. Like he was there. We knew who he was, but it was just like a shadow, if that makes sense. Um, but my mom, she was like the breadwinner. She did everything and anything for us. Um, my idol for the longest time, you know, because she was present emotionally, present physically, anything and everything that we needed um, was pretty much done, right? Like with her, like with whatever circumstances she had. Um, but I ended up realizing that a lot of the patterns that, the, the a lot of the unhealthy patterns that we were raised when it came down to my mom um, affected me as an adult. And it wasn't the adult me that was affected. It was the child in me that was affected that was um preventing me from doing things as an adult if that makes sense like I had to forgive my mother my father myself 
um, foremost, like for all the things that I've endured and allowed myself to endure and set my inner child free. And that was really, really hard um, to face because you never want to blame anyone, especially when it comes to like your mother or anybody like that has held you down or the person you have the utmost respect for. You never want to have that tough conversation with them and kind of just tell them like, why this? Like, why did you go? These are things that I didn't realize that I subconsciously have always felt but never wanted to face. And my life coach kind of just was like, you need to do this so that when you do um, start your own family and have your, you know, have your children, you're not um, continuing this cycle. You're stopping this cycle now and where it is. And I am the third oldest of four girls. And I kind of wish that one of my sisters like would have had done the work to do this too because I feel like we all have these issues that we never want to face we kind of just deal with it how we want to which half of the time is the most unhealthiest way um but I'm just glad that I am the first um of them to be like you know what enough is enough and I can't do this by myself I want to get some type of assistance, someone who's going to hold me accountable, someone that's going to tell me like, hey, I know this used to work for you, but it's not correct. And I have so much more to do um, when it comes to this. I feel like I say all of this to, to motivate someone else to like, whether it's therapy, whether it's a life coach, whether it's journaling, whether there's like you go to the gym um, to kind of like get an outlet, whatever it is that you do to keep busy, as busy as you want to be, you still have to face these demons, these, this trauma, this, um, the things that you don't want to face. I promise you, as hard as it is, it's probably the most rewarding thing at the end of the day. Like, I now know how to set boundaries and do it unapologetically without feeling bad. Um, Most of you may know, like, I am a cancer, so by default, I'm, like, super, super sweet and sensitive to people, and I kind of, like, tread lightly because I never want to be that person. Um, I'm speaking for myself and with you know, every cancer is different, but me, myself, like, I'm super nice, and it has had its pros and cons with me being super nice, Um, but I try to tread lightly, like, I don't like um, to be that person, so I was never raised as, as, like, setting boundaries was a good thing. I kind of just seen that people who set, you know, you're we haven't normalized that this is normal and this is necessary and setting boundaries is healthy as fuck. Like we don't normalize that. Well, I haven't normalized that till now. So for a long time, like when people would even set boundaries with me, I used to be taken back. Like, wow, they're rude. Like, oh, why you have to say it like that? It's like, no, you're just not used to it. But this is normal. Like you're supposed to set boundaries. Like, And you're supposed to be able to tell someone like, and another thing that we don't do often, uh, me included, is it was, I was always forcing myself to be that friend. 
I don't want to go somewhere, but because it's you, I'm just going to do it off of the strength of, I know you want to go. I don't want you to go by yourself. I don't want you to be upset. I don't, all about you instead of just listening to my instinct and hoping that as my friend, you will respect my decision and me not wanting to go. Now I'd be like, no, I don't want to go. Like, I'm going to follow this instinct that I have. I'm going to say no and mean it. And I'm not, and I would hope that as my friend or my associate or someone that I network with or someone that, I, that is a coworker, whatever the case may be, whatever it is that um, you may be in my life or I may have de- dealt with you, I think we should just respect each other's boundaries. Like, it's not what you say. It's always how you say it. And um, boundaries are just making it healthy for you to understand like, hey, this may work for you. This doesn't work for me. And that is fine. You do you. But this is how we're going to do it when you associate with me. And then it's up to you, right, as the individual to be like, eh, I don't want to deal with that. I'm not feeling that. Like, okay, I set my boundaries. You don't have to follow them, but I ain't going to talk to you. Like, these are my boundaries. You're going to follow them if you want to fuck with me or you want to talk to me. And if you're not, then you can keep it pushing. And for the longest, I just didn't know that. Like, I didn't put two and two together. I was always so like, damn, if I set these boundaries, I'm being mean. If I set these boundaries, like, what are they going to think of me? Like, why am I being like that, right? Always worried about what other people thought and and not wanting to be that rude person. But it's like, no, you're not being rude. You're just telling this person, like, this is what works for me. It may not work for you, but this is what works for me when you're dealing with me. Either you can respect it or you don't have to respect it, and we can just keep it pushing. You go to the left, and I'm here at the right. And my life coach taught me that. Like, this is normal. I don't know what you're used to, but setting boundaries is a must. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, and I've also been super insecure um, for almost all my life, like until now being in my 30s. But I've been super insecure um, down to my weight where it, you know, fluctuates. It's like up and down when it comes to my weight. Um down to my face like my hair like you know and social media plays a big part like you see certain things and you're just like damn I want to look like that or I want my body to be this shape or I want I wish I didn't have all these blemishes on my face like oh I feel too dark today you know like being kind of brainwashed to feel like you have to look a certain way to be accepted or for people to want to be around you so a lot of that, um, even down to like the men that I've dated, um, them, us breaking up or them leaving me or me breaking up with them, it was always something that um, ended up making me more insecure at the time. Um, and I had to really just love myself for who I was, not only for the, the big heart that I have, the kind person, um, but also just realizing that. I am not perfect, nor do I need to be perfect um, as long as I fit in for myself. I'm not looking to fit in anymore with anyone else. Like, I fit in with me. This is my world. Like, I'm that girl, been that girl. And I have to, I have to recognize that. I have to live it, feel it, and be that. 
You know what I mean? And I think um, society and social media sometimes it's it's important to sometimes take a step back and take a break from that because it will brainwashing brainwash you to feel like you're not good enough and you are good enough. You are everything plus more. And anything that doesn't make you feel that way is no good for you. Anything that distracts you from the bigger picture or anyone that is around you that you you see that doesn't push you to be a better version of yourself, you don't need to be around that. Um, I was talking to someone and I realized that I've always struggled in a way with um, friends, right? Friendships, like if you see my other episodes, you'll hear me talk about friendships and the ups and downs and seasons with people. Um, And not everybody can go to where God's taking you. I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, Every season, sometimes there'll be people that will come with you to every season of your life. And there are some people who either came to teach you something and or you or they came in your life for you to teach them something. Right. So I had to learn how to distinguish the two and not take everything so personal. Again, I'm a cancer. Like, for the longest time, I feel everything. Um, And I mean everything. I'm super, super in tune. Um, I used to think it was a curse. But now that I have this instant, like, the moment I have that gut feeling um, to my ladies, like you have that gut feeling, like know that it's for something. Even if you can't pinpoint it, trust that. Know that it's something. And even if you, it's not being revealed to you right now at this very moment, please know that it's coming. Whatever it's supposed to mean, it's coming. It's, it's real. Um, you're not bugging. You're not being dramatic. Um, just know that that feeling that we get And it's not just a regular feeling. It's not like butterflies, (laughs) you know, like it's a, it's a real feeling that you get like down in your gut though. I I call it beneath the fupa. (laughs) Like you'll feel that, that feeling is something um, intense. And sometimes it could even be, I think sometimes we make gut feelings sound like it's only for bad things. These are things for good things too. But you have to really like meditate and really figure out um, your body and listen to your to your spirit so you can be able to distinguish the two or whatever. Um, but again, back to what I was saying. Girl, I said, girl, I'm so, that's how you know. Like when I be talking to people, even when I be talking to my guy friends, I be like, girl, they be like, first of all, nigga, <laughs> I'm not a girl. <laughs> But back to um, what I was saying about um, friendships and stuff, about seasons. And um, I used to just really, really be hard on myself because I've always taken pride and sometimes I've taken too much of it, of being that friend, being that good friend, being the friend that's always there, trying to be there for you, that friend that is present, even if that means that I have to hide what it is that I'm going through, or I have to put my feelings to the side to be there for you. Um, anyone that knows me, that was my friend, is my friend, I am big on 
birthdays, right? Like birthdays, making my friends feel special. And I feel like it's a gift and a curse because I think I do those things because of the insecurity of not getting them, of them not being, of it not being done for me. Does that make sense? Like I'll do things that I know that every woman may have wanted done for them because I feel like people deserve to be really happy on their birthday. Like everyone deserves to blow candles on their, on their birthday. Like you deserve a cake or you deserve something as simple as flowers. Like just waking up on your birthday and receiving these things should be a must, but everyone doesn't have the luxury or people around them that think like that or are able or can't afford to do that. So if I'm in a space where I love you and I consider you a friend, um, now family, like I'll do those things for you. Not in, not expecting anything in return, but because I want to see you happy. Um, that's one thing about me. And I'm just big on friendship. Like I may not now after COVID and stuff, like we are all going through stuff like personally, physically, mentally, like COVID has changed things for everybody. Um, super dramatically. Um, especially me, like, I'm very honest, like, I go through my seasonal depression, and um, I've had a few problems with my health, Um, and it's just taken a toll over my life where it's up and down, especially in the winter, because you feel more trapped, um, because you're in the house, like, you can't really do anything, Um, although working from home is amazing, um, being stuck in the house, all day every day as well isn't the healthiest thing mentally so like if you go through seasonal depression or you are clinically depressed like you go through that or you know that you're just depressed or been diagnosed um one thing that i know people say often but it really works is like to keep moving like you should be moving anytime you feel like that um i speak to you guys and i'm speaking to myself as well because I don't take my advice <laughs> sometimes and um, I should be moving when I feel depressed and instead I kind of sulk and I just stay in bed and I kind of stay to myself and just kind of um, go MIA, you know, but I still make myself available um, to my friends. But I feel like I do so much um, and my downfall is expecting the same back from people um, and expecting them to love me as much as I love them. And I had to, I had to realize that everybody's love is different and everybody's timeline is different and everybody's going through their own, um, problems. And some people are very, um, transparent, honest, like me and are able to talk about it. And some people can't, um, some people you'll think that they're okay. They hide it in different ways. They do different things. They kind of just don't, say anything. And I think because I'm so available um, and people can call me because, you know, I'm funny or they just want to like hear my voice or they just want some type of guidance or advice, they kind of forget to um, ask me how I'm doing. So I sometimes consider myself the strong friend. As sensitive as I can be, I also don't like to be a burden, especially not in my 30s. Like I used to just complain, cry, like sulk, want, want to be babied. And now I'm just at a, at a point where it's like, I got this, I'm going to do it. And 
I've been hurt multiple times because of my expectations being high in others. And no matter what, like this friendship thing, and I, I, to whoever's listening, I want you guys to know, like, friendship is not easy. Um, It's probably one of the hardest things that you can go through, especially with women. Um, Because we, I think we just don't set boundaries in. We take offense to a lot of things and we're not clear either. Um, We just automatically shut down, get mad, or we just feel like you're not my man, so I don't have to deal with you and your drama instead of us simply being able to communicate with each other. And I feel like um, a lot of my friendships have ended um, because of miscommunication. Um, As sad as it is and as much as it may have hurt me in the past, I am fine um, and I'm and I'm at a space, especially after my life coach, like I'm at a space where I can actively accept that we are no longer friends, but I do wish you um, the best. And I am truly, truly, truly grateful for everything that I have learned um, during and even after in the friendship. But I think um, a lot of things in general with men, and women relationships, like with anything, relationships, friendships, um, communication is probably one of the biggest things. And a lot of things can be avoided with communication, but a lot of people have pride, ego, and selfish. They're just selfish and they don't really care to miss out on someone as good as yourself. Like some people don't care, like, oh, I'll take that L until they, you know, grow and they meet other women or they meet other friends that aren't as solid as you, that don't have no loyalty like you and don't move like you. And then they start to see things start to make sense like, damn, like, you know what I mean? And then it's like, it's too late because you can't backpedal over here. Like you didn't want to communicate with me. You made it seem like maybe I was the drama because I wanted to talk about these things. One thing about me, if you have a problem with me, I want you to be able to tell me It doesn't matter if it hurts my feelings, if it comes off rough, I need you to be able to vocalize and tell me. Just like you be vocalizing with your your man that you took back after he cheated 18 times, I want you to vocalize that shit with me. But a lot of people can't because a lot of people also don't like confrontation. Understandable. I get that. But it shouldn't feel like confrontation when it comes to someone um, and one thing I've learned about myself, I can be super, super aggressive and intimidating. And um, although that was who I was, a lot of people don't give me credit. Like I've toned down a lot, especially when it comes to my mouth, because I I don't play. Like I know my mouth is a fucking machete. Like I've been told um, my mouth be mad crazy and I just be talking shit and I just be talking like I can't be touched or whatever. Um, So it's something that I had to really like humble myself, um, really, really come down to calming down. Like, I don't know. It was something about my 30s that really just was like in the COVID. It was just like, why do you want to fight? Like, it takes so much out of your body physically and mentally to get riled up over a conversation with anybody. Like, I don't care if we were best friends. Like, you're not worth me getting that hot over. And I sometimes I get so mad at myself for like 
the old conversations and the old friends that I used to have, like, and getting hot with them over shit that meant nothing. Like, we could have easily got over it with communication or being able to talk to each other respectfully um, without getting upset. But a lot of ego, pride, like, it just wasn't in my my freshness. I call, That's what I like to call it. Like, my freshness was just too much. So, it sucked that people felt like they had to tread lightly with me because of how offensive. Like I would, I didn't um, listen to understand. I just listened to reply. And that was my problem with a lot of friendships. Um, and I take accountability. I think a lot of people don't and they don't know how to, but I take accountability on the things that I could have, would have, should have done better. Um, and I don't say, you know, it happened for a reason. Um, I think that anything or anyone that was supposed to be in my life right now, currently, we would still be um, cool. You know what I mean? So, but I do know that there are a lot of things that I could have done better, but didn't. So that's why it's important to make sure moving forward, right? Like I do much better in my new friendships, in my in my new relationships with people. Um, when it comes down to networking, business-wise, friendships-wise. And I think a lot of things that, uh, uh, another thing is that I learned is that really paying attention to who you surround yourself with and who you consider a friend. Um, That's another thing that was my downfall. Everybody was my friend. My mom used to always tell me that, like, you think everyone's your friend. Like, I meet you today. And I introduced you to someone, I already was like, oh, that's my friend. Like, that is not your friend, Dali. <laughs> that is not your friend. You have people you know through other parties. You have associates, you have coworkers, and you have friends, like people that you can actually consider a friend, someone you can actually call and trust, right? Because another thing is, like, some friends don't have that type of loyalty, like, but I realized that the people that I was surrounding myself with, they're where I'm trying to go, where I'm heading, we just was not going to be friends for much longer anyways. Like, I went to an event and I was around boss people, like, I mean, business oriented, like, people who had like three, four businesses deep talking about money like good money though like real money not illegal money not no stupid shit like that like they were talking about money and putting people on and it's sad because especially in the black community like we don't put each other on everything here especially in Boston I don't know where anybody else is from but in Boston like everything is competition and like if I put you on it has to be you know it's just too much and I think there's no more people being genuine and not realizing that there's so much free money out here for us to be, for it to be made and for us to be able to put each other on and just be like, Hey, I thought of you. And I think you'd be great for this position, whether you get it or not. I shared some type of knowledge with you. You know what I mean? Um, And in the, and when it comes to women, like we can be so catty sometimes and thinking that everybody's out to get us. And some people are just genuinely nice, you know, like some people really just, so it was just so refreshing to sit at a table with people who had money where, you know, the bill wasn't, the bills wasn't, a, a, the numbers on the bill wasn't anything. Like it was just like, this is what the 
we deserve to live in black luxury. Like we deserve to live a good life. It's hard. Um, but if you really network with the right people, like I kid you not, you can get rich by tomorrow. <laughs> Seriously, like networking with the right people is super refreshing. And just knowing like it only takes one person to put you on once and the rest is history. You know what I mean? So I wanted to just talk to you guys about that. Um, catch you guys up on what I've learned when it came to my life coach. I don't want this um, episode to be super, super long, but I hope this message finds you well. And I hope it was able to make you realize, or I was able to help you with anything. I look forward into, I look forward to making more episodes about different things. I kind of um, second guess myself when it comes to like, making the episode and and I just be in my in my brain sometimes and I just be overthinking or something just occupies my time but I realized that I really love this and I really really am blessed to be able to reach people um the way that I do through my voice and I get a lot of feedback. Like, I kid you not, I get a lot of feedback about my voice and how I'm able to help people and how I'm not the only one to think like this. Some people think just like me, but they just never, you know, some people don't like to say it out loud. And I realized that I I love this and I want to do better um, connecting with you guys. So bear with me while I kind of figure out um, <laughs> life and this um, when it comes to making episodes, but I definitely want to do it more. Um, again, it's your girl, Dolly. I'm back with another one. I look forward to connecting with you guys soon. Um, if you don't have my social media, I only have Instagram. It's Dolly with four eyes at the end. And then you can find my podcast, Dolly Don't Dolly, on Spotify and also on Anchor. Um, it should be on Apple starting next week. So, um, again, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Um, and I'll be back soon. Bye.